0: Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Thank you, Farad, and welcome again, all of our baby boomer buddies. It's time for another episode of America's favorite podcast for all for baby boomers and uh and you can double check that if you want but i know we're number five in mexico so Ooh. there you have it anyhow welcome to the show we're going to uh, talk about everything boomer and to do that i need other boomers so please welcome my partners first of all from the mile high city of denver say hi to carolyn
1: strauss buenos dias todos so i just figured you know good day everyone <laughs> exactly. that, that could
0: take us up to number four i'm today. excited about that <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, everybody everybody's house you know <laughs> perfect
0: so uh, carolyn what's uh, what's happening out in uh, colorado right now
1: things are good and and i had kind of a a mature people moment i had a colonoscopy but let's introduce tim while we're talking about that and we'll come back to it
0: (laughs) oh okay those are fun i just had one too okay before we do that we need of course the advice from the aristotle of comedy please welcome from indiana mr tim slagle
2: hey my news item fits in really well to this one the average person (laughs) it's just been reported have has only five people that they can absolutely trust and I'm guessing that disappears the older you get, you know, by the time by the time you're uh by the time you you're 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 uh, uh in the nursing home, you think everyone's stealing your stuff. So
0: <laughs> yeah. And can you enlist new people when you know when one of the five drops out?
2: Well, I'm guessing the colon you get a colonoscopy, you better you better trust that person. That's, oh yeah. Uh,
1: well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so I have go- not I have not had that drug that puts you out. That is some cool stuff, man. Hey, so Dale, you had one recently too. So they had to do the needle thing in my hand, which, by the way, was the only thing that hurt, was when they put the needle in your hand, by the way, to give you the numbing cream stuff to make the needle in your hand hurt. That does not make any sense to me. It was crazy.
0: Well, I, you know, I, I did, I didn't notice that there was a, a heritage to it. I, they even told the woman, said, I, I've, all my life I've been needle phobic, and then the, uh, the damn pandemic came around. And now I've kind of gotten used to it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a little kinky, Dale.
2: <laughs> it's, I, I actually enjoy a colonoscopy. It's, it's, it's great. Drugs, and then followed up, and when you, when you finally wake up, you have like hours of marvelous flatulence
1: yeah (laughs) and yeah and i lost three pounds i am not (laughs) kidding you i I was so excited i got on the scale and i was three pounds down and it's so funny they didn't so for years i don't know dale how it worked for you but for me they didn't give me like the first time i did one you know, ten years ago, um, they gave me this stuff to drink that was just hideous. This time it was different. They did like I had to do like Dulcolax and then Miralax, and I love the lax part of this. It's like it's like going to California and flying into LAX. It's the same thing. But, um, <laughs> but,
2: but... <laughs> I'm just kidding. No,
1: I'm kidding. Um, so 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 yeah. But I had to do. I had to go to the, the drugstore and buy this giant bottle of Miralax. And they're like, okay, every 15 minutes drink, um, you know, one, one eighth of this for two hours. If I ever see zero calorie Gatorade again, I'm going to kill somebody because it was just by the last, last, I thought I was going to lose it
2: that's what you're doing it was you mix with Gatorade they said
1: yeah the zero Gatorade zero because it gives you the electrolytes so that's what they recommended and then drink water in between and um you know barely light colored tea so I drank um chamomile tea and 24 hours of not eating so I was a little cranky in the morning on my way to the colonoscopy but it you know I'm telling you three pounds
0: yeah that's a that's a good thing no see they gave me this uh it was about a gallon jug or something with powder in there that i had to fill up with water and chill that so it didn't taste and then they gave a flavor packet which was some sort of citrus variety and uh and i had to drink uh, eight ounces of that every 15 minutes yep. or so but i found that if you mix that with a little vodka it really, really <laughs> is an enjoyable <laughs> beverage.
2: Well, you guys must uh, must must have some really good insurance because they just gave me an attachment for my garden hose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you have the colonic version of the colonoscopy. It's colonoscopy <laughs> squared. Colonic colonoscopy.
0: You <laughs> could probably do that with a power
2: washer.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, except in, your
2: eyeballs will be 6 inches out of your head like a cartoon.
1: I, do not take medical advice from this podcast if you are
2: listening
1: to us. <laughs> we are not doctors. Yes, I've played one on TV, but do not take medical advice from this podcast. <laughs> and of course, you know, if if you're in Mexico, just drink the water.
0: Well, I have to I have to tell her I have to tell our listeners that today, if I sound a little different or or stranger, it's because I'm doing this podcast on my phone. Because the uh, the lovely uh, cable company that I deal with, I, I don't want to name them, but it would rhyme with Rodfast, and um, it, you know it uh, it it. Uh, it failed. Everything cut down. They sent me a new thing I was supposed to hook up. That didn't work. And now the old ones doesn't work. And and so I really, really hate technology. I I, I want to go back. I I want a car that has a key. You gotta stick in the hole to start. All right. And Windows, you crank down. That's what I'm looking for. You know, but but no, we got technology. I don't know what you guys think.
2: You wanna you, you you wanna get one of those modems that you set your hand, re- phone receiver on to get online? Ding, 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 ding. You don't remember those?
0: AOL. No. Oh, oh, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, 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 the hardwire phone, yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The
2: they, old they, ones, you, are, yeah, they weren't a the
0: beautiful rendition of the noise.
1: Thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised it didn't create a JPEG.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but
0: but i thought you know technology you be darn i i i'd like to to try and introduce a new segment to the show today just to see what you think and it, it's called uh fun facts to know and tell because, you know, we all, uh, you, know, you get into social situations and you, you run out of things to say. And so here's today, I, I picked up three fun facts to know and tell. And you can work these into any concert, uh, conversation. Nutmeg. Nutmeg is extremely poisonous if injected intravenously. Hmm. Who's going to do that? Yeah. Well, you know why? why would you want to even think about shooting yourself full of nutmeg, you know, and then your whole body turns into, I don't know, eggnog. The well, I believe,
2: one... I believe, I believe nutmeg is halluc- taken in a sufficient quantities is hallucinogenic.
0: Well, there you go. Uh-huh. Another I've... another good uh, fitness tip. All right, I didn't I didn't know that before. All right, the first toilet ever seen on television. What show?
2: All in the family. No,
0: go back further. Brady Bunch. leave, oh, it, uh, to leave it to Beaver. Yep. Leave it to Beaver had the first time uh, when when uh, what's his name the. the uh, father ward he opened the bathroom door and june was already in there And he goes oh beaver and uh and finally the last fun fact to know and telling and carolyn you you're, you're a football fan are you not i am you're also a pretty much a vegetarian are you not i am all right here's a great fact for it takes three thousand cows to supply the NFL with enough leather for a year's supply of footballs. Amen. (laughs) Wow.
1: You do know that I grew up in the leather business. You know, my father operated the oldest operator, uh, the oldest running leather tannery in the United States. I am a huge fan of leather. For most women, leather's weird. For me, it's the smell of my childhood. So I am a huge fan <laughs> of leather.
2: <laughs> you want to take uh, this leather? One, leather and spankings that's uh
1: (laughs) this is why i can't find a date they
0: just don't get it (laughs) well you've probably been looking in the wrong area if any of you guys are into leather you know and i would imagine that would include like bridles harnesses saddles you know and all kinds of stuff uh contact carolyn because she. i never knew that about you that you were you were into leather totally wow Okay, so that was the fun fact. So I'm I'm assuming from the reaction that this really shouldn't become a regular feature.
1: I think it should become. Three thousand
2: cows sounds like a lot. It does.
1: Maybe they were little. Maybe they were little cows. Maybe Uh, they were veal cows. Oh, that's
2: even better.
0: Three thousand children. (laughs) Yeah. So anyhow, you know, so it's not. It's
2: not. It's not pigs. That's uh that's weird too.
1: I thought it was pigskin. That's right. That's
0: exactly what they used to call it, but you know, it's uh it it's uh. not it it's not, it's it's cow skin. Huh. Yeah. And they and the the things on the on a bow of a violin that is not really cat gut, you know.
2: oh
0: nylon. It Anyhow, just, it just sounds like things.
2: that when some people play it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but those those are all things that we can learn today from like an encyclopedia, the way we used to learn things. But oh no, we're forced into the world of technology. And that can be very, very difficult to try and maneuver through. We don't want to consider ourselves seniors, although we are, even you, Carolyn. She's shaking her head. No, no, I never will be. Anyhow, we uh, all of a sudden it kind of like it slaps you in the face, and all of a sudden you're you're old and you're getting discounts. And as we usually like to do, we went out and got a professional to guide us through this particular time. We have uh, we found Carolyn Stein, who is the author of several books. Her latest one is Suddenly a Senior, and uh, she in it she talks about you know how how did the, how did that happen. So uh, please welcome to Another Day Above Ground, Carolyn
3: Stein. Hello, I'm delighted to be here.
0: Well, you should be, Carolyn. You know, this is a very privileged place to uh, to be. Anyhow, thank <laughs> you so much for joining us. And uh, you're, a, you're a self-confessed senior, you know, unlike Carolyn. And uh, let me ask you the question first.
3: How did you know you were a senior? How did I find out? Well, it was rather shocking because uh, I was at the airport and I got off the plane and I was carrying my very cute little carry-on, walking at a great pace, feeling good, the hair was good, the makeup was on, and a porter walked up to me and said, lady, do you need a wheelchair? Well, (laughs) you know, that was kind of shocking. And then uh, I I stopped at McDonald's they immediately gave me a senior discount. I mean, who could tell? But How long
2: were you on that plane?
3: <laughs> well, probably a few hours, but... Um, Maybe you
2: went I, through a time warp.
3: <laughs> possibly. It's just that, you know, I feel... Well, I'm young to heart, but my bladder's having trouble catching up with that. <laughs> but uh, I, I... I well, as far as being a senior, I I really I really have enjoyed, and I've enjoyed sharing a lot of material. My my background has been that uh, I was a caregiver for my husband who had Parkinson's for twenty years, and wow. we traveled, we did a lot, and it was attitude and a lot of good things and a lot of humor. And and those are the things. And you know, we like to stick around on this planet. Why? It's the only planet that has chocolate.
1: <laughs> yes. Amen to that. I knew you were my sister from another mother, Carolyn. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, I knew I knew I had become a senior when when the term all-nighter had gone from staying up and studying in college to not having to get up to pee in the middle of the night so you know it's two different differences to pulling an all-nighter
2: <laughs>
0: well so uh, you, uh, uh go what, ahead what i'm else, sorry can you, can you tell us carolyn what else is uh in your book about suddenly a senior do you talk you about know, senior
3: dating at all? well you know there's this whole thing called ageism and seniors the way they've been portrayed through history i mean even our very sacred socrates he called seniors blind deaf, toothless and a burden on so- on society so we've been portrayed in a very ugly way but now things have changed of course with better hygiene and medicine but you know it was only the 20th century until doctors developed and started practicing um, geriatric medicine, because I really think that they felt people aren't going to live long enough. I'm not going to waste my time with them. Uh, But look what we're doing. We're hitting 80. We're hitting 90. We're hitting 100. And our our Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, 80 years old. It's it's very exciting to know that there's
1: a lot there for us. Here's I think doctors knew- want right. to
2: keep us alive long enough to pay the bill.
1: <laughs> We're the only <laughs> ones who can afford to. Um, I think I think um, ageism has changed because, you know, Cher is 76 years old and her boyfriend is 36. I love her. I'm uh, looking
3: well, for that. They it. don't call I her Cher for
2: life. nothing. Yeah.
3: Well, I, I'm looking for that. It's not. It's not easy. Uh, and I have not been on the dating scene. I've been single now for six years since my husband passed. And uh, I, I just haven't had time. I've been busy speaking all over the world. But I did have a date. And this was quite an elderly gentleman. And we went out for dinner. And he said afterwards, would you like to come up to my apartment for a drink? So I thought, all right, okay. So I went to his apartment, and he said, would you like a drink? What do you drink? And I said, well, I like vodka. Do you have any mixers? And he said, well, all I've got is prune juice. So (laughs) I figured, okay. So he came over to me, and he sat next to me. He took my hand, and he said, you're so beautiful. I'd like to make love to you, but I'm afraid my hearing aids will fall out. I kind of figured, I kind of figured he was too old for me and uh, I, I did, I I did uh, have a, I got a birthday gift for my 80th birthday. Um, my kids took me on their airplane and they said they would teach me how to fly a jet plane. I was sitting next to the pilot and uh, he actually, he gave me the yoke for two minutes and I flew a jet plane. Then he started to explain all the dials and all the instruments. And the next thing I know, an hour later, he tapped me on the shoulder and he said, Carolyn, did you understand what I said? And I I was sound asleep. Uh, the only thing I had in mind was the Mile High Club, but he was really too young for that. So I went on. but uh, I think
2: the hearing aid line was he was asking you if you were a screamer.
3: <laughs> well, um, most of the men that I see in Miami Beach are are pretty old. So I, I really haven't, um, you know, I feel like I'm aging, but I'm really upgrading.
0: There you go. There
3: you go. Uh, I often think to myself. I figure to myself, what do I want to be when I grow up? And I finally did figure it out. Younger.
1: Yes.
0: And
3: and and by the way, I believe that drink with the
0: vodka and the prune juice—I believe that's called a Russian roulette. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, it wasn't as funny to everybody as it was to me. All right, took a second. (laughs) I
3: think one of the challenging things about being a senior is dealing with the younger generation. The Gen Y and the Gen Z, you know, they speak a different language. Have you experienced that? You know, I mean,
0: whatever.
3: Whatever. What were what you <laughs> saying? <laughs> he said, "Whatever." Well, you know, I mean, I call my grandson, and I say, "Hi, honey," and he says, "What's up?" Was was up? Um, we talk for a minute or two. And then we say goodbye, because with the Gen Z, you gotta get to the point. because they gotta get back on their cell phones and study that cell phone that's in front of their face. So a minute or two later the phone rang again and I saw it was him. And I looked and I picked up the phone. And I said, Oh, hi honey. Did you wanna talk some more? He said, No, I put the phone in my back pocket. It was a butt call. <laughs> there you Figure go. That. Figure that. How nice
0: but, of him to admit that.
2: I think butt call meant something different in our day.
0: Well, it, it meant something know. different
1: for the guy with the hearing aids. It's
0: was, it was a different kind but, of booty call. Um,
1: but they are—they are,
3: they are quite different. Although they're very darling, I love my five grandsons. Uh, they just don't do the courtesies that we were used to as children and and grownups. And uh, uh, I every year I send a check to each grandson for their birthday. last one I sent, I sent a check and I never heard from them. So I was talking to a friend and I said, you know, I never got a thank you, I never got a call. And she said, oh, when I send a check to my grandson, I get a call the next day and he even comes over the day after. So I said, well, what did you do? What's your trick? She said, I sent the check, but I didn't sign it.
1: Carolyn, we're all available for adoption. We promise to send a thank you note when you send us a check. We all promise.
2: Unfortunately, a lot of kids, a lot of the the, that generation don't don't even know what to do with a check.
3: They don't write checks anymore. They take pictures on their cell phone. Mm -hmm. They take pictures on their cell phone. They do everything different. And my grandson keeps saying to me. People don't do that anymore. People don't do this anymore. Well, guess what? I have a land phone. I have the last Rolodex that Office Depot ever sold. (laughs) I even have a file cabinet. And when they say to me, Grandma, nobody does that anymore, I remind them. I'm the lady that taught them how to get out of diapers, how to eat with a spoon, how to comb their hair. So take that and have respect for the elders
0: i like to carry with me several two dollar bills that i get at the bank just by asking for them and and i use them when i'm paying something just to watch the look on a, a gen xer's face as you know this isn't real money man you know you gotta have real money here
2: and then they you fumble in the cash the register bill. door they fumble in the cash register door for that brown pen
0: <laughs> well,
3: ask them, ask them if they can figure out how to dial a rotary phone. They look at it, and they can't figure out what to do with it.
0: Well, there you go. That's why we have no modern Superman. So uh, <laughs> if, if you had one bit of advice, uh, Carolyn, for uh, for seniors,
3: what what would it be? Well, Dick Van Dyke wrote a wonderful book called Keep Moving, keep moving, keep being interested in things, be curious about things. And yes, seniors can travel. There are wonderful travel groups that that are available for seniors. You wanna go on a cruise? You can always rent a scooter if the distances are too long to walk. Uh, There are so many different tour groups that cater to people that use walkers, or as they say, slow walkers. Or even wheelchairs be curious and and be interested and and uh, don't waste your time with regrets um be curious take risks age is not your identity and isolation is something to avoid and you can do it by trying to put yourself out there take a risk and socialize as much as you can
1: one of the things I love best about you, Carolyn, and how we really got to know each other is I was visiting Florida and I was with one of our friends, Jeremy Torresk, and who I believe has been on our show, I think, you guys. um, Yeah, Jeremy, of course, was a guest on our show here. And you invited me last minute, even though I wasn't originally included, with Jeremy and four other, by the way, very attractive gentlemen. I'm sorry. I, um, I crashed your all boy party, <laughs> but I noticed that you do that a lot. You include a lot of people of all ages in your circle of friends. So how do you do that? Like my mom is in her eighties and most of her friends are older people. Like she plays Canasta with, and he's saying, mom, you need to make younger friends. How do you do that, Carolyn? And how do you how see do you get it? young
2: people to play canasta? Yeah, that's the
1: question. Well, I think it's just because I'm curious.
3: I'm curious about everybody and everything, and being curious has taken me. I have circumnavigated the globe twice, and I have traveled. And I like to know about everybody and their culture and what they do and where they go. And I even signed myself up for an expedition in December to go to Antarctica because I love to meet people. And I learned so much from everybody. And if seniors will allow themselves to take a risk, be curious, keep moving, keep doing things, don't waste your time with regrets. And I think that if you realize that age is not your identity, that there's a season for everyone and everything. There's a season and a purpose. This is from scriptures. And seniors, it's our season now. It's our time now. But take a risk. Take You're a going risk. Going to Antarctica, that's a... Day above ground? Me? that's a. Pardon me?
2: Antarctica is one heck of a risk. You know they used to put old people on icebergs.
3: Now
1: there aren't icebergs. I might wind up on one. I'll get on
3: one of those pontoons and won't know how to navigate. But uh, and
1: and all of the all the birds are wearing tuxedos, so bring your tiara.
3: I'm going to bring home a penguin.
1: Yes, definitely
3: bring home a penguin. But um, uh, I think curiosity and allowing yourself to take a risk. Is, is I will say important I, about
0: thing. cruises that's a great place to, to meet other people I, I used to work cruise ships for about five years as a comic and uh the last cruise I went on was a few years ago on a riverboat cruise uh down the Columbia River uh, along the path of Lewis and Clark and I went with another uh two other friends who are my age and my wife and I gotta say, we we were the youngest people on that cruise.
3: <laughs> really, it's wonderful.
0: And, and I asked, and- I asked the, uh, I asked the cruise director. I said, "Hey, do you have a midnight buffet?" And he goes, "No,
3: nobody on this cruise can stay up that late." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, you go to the you go to the buffet line. You you get to see the whale watching because I mean they're at that buffet and they do a good job of it. But uh, uh, cruising is wonderful because you don't have the complications. But there's many areas for people to go places and, and see things and do things. And the airlines are very very helpful for people with disabilities and you have to plan well in advance to get a disabled room but hotels are are really accommodating people so there's this is our time this is our time and our place but allow yourself to be open allow yourself to take a risk allow yourself to try something new every day
1: and wear leather pants when I saw you last my friend you were wearing leather pants leather tight-fitting jeans and they were hot
3: well I I was a leopard I'm a cougar now (laughs)
0: leather usually is hot it doesn't breathe so it makes it very warm Again, yeah. nobody's with me today. Nobody's with me today. Just because I got to talk you know, on
3: my phone. It's like I, a, you know. I would like to add the, the, the one or two little hitches is I tell myself a big lie. I don't have to write that down, I'll remember it. Yeah. Big lie. Big yeah. lie. Also, when I'm presenting in front of a group and all of a sudden I can't remember what I'm going to say next. And I don't think it's age. I think I've always been that way. But I look at my audience, and I simply say, "Oops, my train of thought just left the station."
0: There you go. <laughs> hey, I have to write down when to take my previgent. That's how bad it is. <laughs> people, people. <laughs> We're with I laughed you, Dale. at that. I laughed at that. We're here, dying here. We're
1: here with you, Dale. <laughs> well,
3: you know, you, people say they walk in a room and they can't remember why they walked in that room. I've been doing that since I was 20 years old. And remembering names. I, yeah, I but now you do it names.
0: sober. I don't know.
3: <laughs> all I all I want to say is I'm not aging, I'm upgrading. And I I hope I hope that seniors will stop and think for a minute that this is this is a wonderful time to take risks and
1: to try something new every single day. And you got that nothing to lose. That makes life exciting. You got nothing to lose. What's the worst thing that can happen? You're almost there anyway. so. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: that's, that's a
0: great way to end the show, Carolyn. You got to die anyhow.
3: So. <laughs> well, thank you so much for inviting me. This has been fun. I just enjoyed every minute of it. And I appreciate your listening to my stolen One one last
0: question for you, Carolyn. If any of our listeners wanted to get a hold of your book, uh,
3: Suddenly a Senior, how would they do that? Well, I have not put it on Amazon yet because I have my own publishing company, but if you go to Carolyn K. Stein, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-K-S-T-E-I-N at AOL, I will be happy to Respond and send them the book. It will be on Amazon in another few weeks, along with my newer, newer book called Make an Impact or Forget It. And that's a business book on leadership.
0: Terrific. And there's another sign that you're a senior as I am. You still have an AOL email address. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Please. Thank you, Carolyn, know. for being. Thank you so much for being with us here on another day of Bum Ground. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye now. Well, there you have it, friends. If you're listening to this program, you are probably a senior, whether you realize it or not. So we're glad that we have uh, a few tips on uh, on how to uh, know that you're a senior, and even better, what to do now that you are one. So we'd like to thank uh, like to thank Carolyn Stein once again for her uh, for her help. And uh, that being said, pretty much wraps up another week of Polarity here on the show. Carolyn, do you have any final words to say?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna take up skiing and snowboarding and skydiving because I'm gonna take Carolyn's advice and I refuse to get old.
0: Okay, and you didn't get injured quite badly enough on the uh, paragliding thing. The hang gliding so thing, something, yeah. That could kill you.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, like I said, <laughs> we got nothing to lose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And how about you, Tim? Any uh, final words?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go mix myself a Russian roulette.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm going to tell everybody to go out and have a wonderful day because today is Another Day Above Ground. And that's it for Another Day Above Ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad.